Hello, hi everyone, it's Casta Costa and this is the Costa Daily. So we're going to take a little uh, breather from the heavy duty life drama and we're going to talk today about Days of Our Lives. So this show, let me give you a little background on Days of Our Lives. So I started watching Days of Our Lives literally like as a little girl, like as a child. This was my mother's like cornerstone show, okay? So my mom would watch Days of Our Lives like religious. And when she married my stepfather, it just worked out that my, this is probably the only thing my mom and my grandmother had in common, was that my grandmother watched Days of Our Lives too. My grandmother was... God rest her soul. She passed away recently. Um, My grandmother was a really gentle soul. My grandmother was the type of woman, her house was pristine. Everything had a place. Everything was in place. Everything was dusted. Everything was clean. Um, You know, the the carpet was, we had, she had wall-to-wall carpeting. It was vacuumed at all times. Like, my grandmother was on point before they had gadgets and, you know, stuff. And um, she always, you go to her house at like 7 a.m. and she would look fantastic, you know, fully, full, fully, you know, composed, hair done, makeup on, like the whole thing. She didn't wear a lot of makeup. She was like always natural, but she always had lips and, and mascara and maybe a little blush, you know. My grandmother was very natural, but a beautiful woman, um, very, very soft-spoken, very, I want to say, like, very ladylike, kind of almost diplomatic to a sense. She was um, Belgian and German, I believe, uh, a mix, and my grandfather was German, and um, and I'm mulatto, so yes, it's a very complicated dynamic. Um, but anyway, so my grandmother watched Days of Our Lives. My mother watched Days of Our Lives. So I watched Days of Our Lives. And as I've said previously in a previous recording uh, podcast, I watched soaps with my mom because soaps were like a common ground. Soaps were neutral territory. As long as I paid attention to the storyline and I learned to pay attention to the to the you know to the wardrobe to the sets to the decor of the houses because my mom's really into home home decorating and we then we always had things to talk about so soaps for us was a vehicle to communicate on a non-hostile plane because my mom was a very volatile woman and she still is um, she can turn on a dime. So watching soaps was like decompression time and days of our lives for, for sure. My mother actually stopped watching days of our lives like a year or so ago because they now have gay characters. And my mother, <laughs> and I, you know, my mom's a little hypocritical where the gay, lesbian, whatever kind of thing is, you know, it's like sexual innuendo scenes like now she acts like it's all it's all against her moral compass when you know 
she she had like six husbands and she spent most of her life high. You know what I mean? Like my mom was way out there. So for her to now like get on her high horse soapbox and, you know, boycott days of our lives <laughs> is kind of hilarious. Um, so I don't watch Days of Our Lives as much since Lexi moved out. Because her and I used to watch Days of Our Lives right after General Hospital. Like, General Hospital is our, like, number one. That's our show, you know. Um, but we watch Days of Our Lives, like, in, as a tribute to Grandma. But we stopped watching it um, when she moved out. And honestly, I haven't watched Days of Our Lives in, like, a month or so. So I'm behind, like, 10, 12 episodes um, it, it moves a lot slower than General Hospital, so it's not as interesting. Um, but I will say that they have done a lot to rework the storyline. I think, um, bringing back Chad and Abby was a very smart decision. They're rock solid. They're the couple. They're like the anchor couple of the show right now. Um, as far as that, you know, younger demographic, they really are the foundation couple. I hope they never break them up. Okay, yeah, put them through ups and downs and all arounds. Like right now, I just paused it. They're having an argument because Abby is taking uh, Sarah's side. And obviously, Chad is on Kristen's side in regard to the baby Rachel, um, you know, kidnapping thing here. Where Sarah has run away with Kristen's baby because she can't face the truth that... The baby is not hers. Um, And bringing in Xander was a good idea because Xander plays kind of this, you know, edgy bad boy who tries to be soulless. You know, he tries to be like totally insensitive and everything, but he really walks around with his heart on his sleeve and all he ever wanted was to fall in love. So it's tragic that this scenario with Sarah has exploded in his face. And obviously, I know that the soaps are written well in advance. So anything that I say I wish I want is probably like it's way too late to get it to happen. But if I could wish upon a star, I would wish that Sarah gets caught, feels remorseful about stealing the baby and um, forgive Xander because she realizes that she is like no snowflake. You know, she's like no puritanical flower over here. She kidnaps someone's child. Um, <laughs> and, you know, she's run around the bush with Eric and, you know, thrown herself under the bus so he could be with Nicole. Like, give it a break. You belong with Xander. Like, you two need each other. You need to redeem each other. So I hope that they wind up back together. But, you know, Xander's character kind of almost needs to be in trouble and doing duplicitous things all the time in order for the character to have any, like, real meat, you know? So we'll we'll see. You know, Xander now is in a tailspin, which makes him at his most dangerous. So, you know, Xander without a conscience can do a lot of damage. So it's going to be interesting to see how they weave that in. Obviously, he's going to face the wrath of Kristen and Brady. And him and Kristen have tangled before. And he knows what she's capable of. And now she's a mom. 
And moms have fury like no other. So the 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 blowback from Kristen when she finally does get her baby and she feels safe and she is now able to turn her distraction on to Xander, he's so screwed. And it's going to be good. It's going to be good, which is why I thought, oh, let me t- let me tune back in and see what's going on. Um, Will and Sunny, you know, they've made it through the stuff and they've kind of settled into this peaceful stage, which is really sweet and like, you know, cuddle, cuddle. But for soaps, you know, tranquility is boredom. So they're going to have to give them a conflict. And I would like them to get a conflict um, you know, Maggie's out and, and, you know, Sonny's mom is dead. So really, they could only really give them a conflict maybe regarding the breakup of Justin and um, Kayla. You know, they'd have to choose sides. You know, Will would be team Kayla and obviously Sonny would be team Justin. That could work as far as a little bit of drama. Another little bit of drama could be them trying to adopt and, um, you know, one keeping a secret from the other and in regards to the adoption that could weigh into the adoption and, and maybe even possibly derail it. That would be a good, good twist. I don't really want to go with cheating or switching partners or anything like that. Um, they are also kind of like a foundational couple on the show. And in this, you know, this younger dynamic landscape that they're trying to build, they really need to keep Sonny and Will together. Um, but there's a lot they could do with the, you know, with with the storyline for them as far as little blips here and there that cause, you know, some kind of depth and um, conflict so to keep everybody interested. You know, Will's, a, Will's a, a, a writer. There could be problems with writing. There could be him wanting to go, you know, dig a deep story out of town, something. Um, and, and we could get Sonny a job for once, you know. <laughs> you know, like uh, Leo messed his life up and he lost his job, but he hasn't done anything since. Like, it must be nice to be a Karyakis. <laughs> So there's that. And let me think about who else. All right. So now here's Gabby in her office with uh, Shin's son. Now, I know Shin's son is going to be a temporary, you know, blip on the on the landscape. He's here just to facilitate something else. Right. Um, I don't understand what's up with his hair. What's up with his hair? It's a little weird. It, It looks fake. It does. I'm sure it's his hair, but it looks really fake. So, um, here's, here's a few things about Gabby. First of all, we need Gabby. I like Gabby a little bit saucy, but we need her to dial back the evil. You know, like, it's enough already. You heard a lot of people, you, you did some crazy shit, like, you, you gotta calm down. I, I understand she misses, um, Stefano, And I do know that Brandon is going to come back to the show as a different character, which should be weird. Um, But soaps always have a way of pulling this off. So I'd love to know, and I'm going to have to probably watch like eight episodes to get to it because I know it's already come out. But I don't know what happened because I haven't watched the episodes yet. So I'm going to speculate. It would be cool if it was a weird anomaly that he looks just like Stefan. 
And then she falls for him and he falls for her. And then she still gets, you know what I mean? Like she still gets her love. That would be neat. And it would be a nice turnaround to see her finally be happy and then fight for her company and succeed with her Gabby Chic. That would be cool. And that's what I hope they're going to do because the duplicity is, it's not so good. You know, her brother's a cop. It's bad enough her father and her brother have already been written out of the show for being criminals. You know what I mean? Like, do we, do we need the, the best cop in town's whole family to be criminals? Like, where are you going with this days of our lives? So, I would like Gabby to turn around a little bit, which would be awesome. Now, she does have chemistry with Brady, and I saw a thumbnail that shows her kissing him. So that would be a cool twist and a neat triangle to throw Gabby into Kristen and Brady's relationship because, you know, they did break up after the baby fiasco. And even though they're looking for the baby together now, they didn't quite make it, you know. So it would be cool to build a triangle there because Gabby and Kristen are very strong female characters. And to see them go head-to-head over Brady and subsequently a piece of, of corporate real estate. Because Brady is... Uh, what is Brady's company? Black something. Whatever. But, you know, it would be interesting to see them all go at it like that. And you could get, like, tons of storyline out of that. You know, they could go to bat over a product. They could go to bat over, you know, shares. They could go to bat over Brady. He could fall for one and then realize he wants the other. Like, you could just really, you could play so many different angles with that. So that would be good. Um, I'm always thinking storyline, you know. I'd I'd like for uh, Abby and, and Chad to have a little bit of conflict, but not too much. Not too, too much. Um, Kayla and Justin, I'd like to actually see her dump Steve and go with Justin. Um, I'd like to see her really stay there because, uh, it's good. It's fresh. It's nice to see two older people date and fall in love and like have a new thing, you know, that twilight relationship. And, um, yeah, I would like, I would like them to stay together and it, it, you know what would be really cool is to have Hope and Steve now dejected, now astounded at what they're really capable of, and ashamed of themselves for wreaking havoc to forge um, a relationship deeper than the friendship they already have. For them to turn to each other in this hour of need, Right? So, yeah, I would like to see that. That would be really cool. That would be really, really, really cool. Um, and I could, see, I could see a little groundwork in the scene I saw today, which is where she, Hope goes to see Steve in, in the hospital. And he's, you know, he's feeling depressed and everything because he's just told Kayla to go and be with Justin. He's feeling, you know, like... He ashamed because he did a lot of damage and you know they're experiencing flashbacks even though the chip's taken out now they're experiencing natural flashbacks of 
themselves as these other people. And, like, hope is just, like, it just, you know, every time I think of reach rock bottom with this, I remember something else. And that's got to really, 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 really suck. Because she was Gina for almost two years. And Gina, Gina was heartless. Gina's like, you know, like, screw you and the horse you rode in on. This is going to go my way. So... Yeah, that that would be cool to see her and Steve gravitate towards one another. Um, Because I I think putting her back with Rafe is going backwards. And I didn't like her and Rafe together really in the first place. They didn't really have a lot of chemistry. Um, If anything, I I would rather see Rafe hook back up with Kate. Um, Especially now that he's got the baby back, right? So I would love to see Rafe hook back up with Kate. They had a really good relationship. They had a good play, playful banter. They had chemistry. It was believable. Um, so, yeah, that's where I am with Days of Our Lives right now. Uh, I do have to, like, tune in to some of these episodes before I can, like, really speculate. So let's just put it on and go with it live, right? Let's do it. Then, then, then. Haley could still be alive right now, and I don't know, maybe she and my brother could be really genuinely happy together. Okay, but Haley fell down the stairs, so I don't think Christian did like that said, on purpose. Was it affect a lot of people. And you know what? Including Sarah. Sarah is going to be grieving the loss of that baby forever. You know, God bless Abigail. She's always got to try to, like, swing some logic in there. <laughs> I should have been more compassionate to what Sarah's going you know, whoever writes for Abigail is just trying so hard to, like, put, put some real logic and, like, some realism into the whole dynamic. I'm so glad he's not under mind control anymore. That was kind of like a dumb storyline, but that was the only way they could pull off the Steve thing in relation to Chad. Now, I'm super curious how they're going to work bringing back Brandon Korash, uh, Borash as... Um, Whoever this person is okay. going to be. Uh, yeah, we'll be right there. This is the call to come to the office because the uh, Shin son is there. Like, here's Xander. They got him shirtless, of course. This is daytime television. With Victor, who's literally needs to retire. This guy needs to just be like, you know what? Brady, run the company. I'm done. This man is so freaking old. How is he not telling um, NBC, like, listen, I'm so done. <laughs> you know, you got to give it up to the actor who plays Xander for not shaving his chest. I mean, it's clear he manscapes it, but for not, like, completely waxing. You know, because, like, from people to be, like, totally hairless, this is a thing these days. 
Poor Xander, he's frantic. Did she say she never wanted to see you again? Yes, but she's gonna need my help to evade Brady and Kristen. If they track her down first, and Kristen is going to unleash a fury on Sarah. The likes of which the world has never seen. That's right. These these people are absolutely nuts for tangling with uh, Kristen. And you know what? God, I love this chick. This is the best Kristen they've ever had. This woman does psychotic like nobody's business. She's awesome. She, she does wound up. I'm going to explode. I'm... You know, like, I'm a crazy bitch. She's got it. 100%. And then we have Nicole over here. This is a really nice green dress. Tricky, 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 tricky neckline, though. Tricky neckline. But it's a beautiful color on her. And the the tailoring around the, the midriff and the waistline is perfect. Spot on. Never know that our baby was alive. I don't like her and Eric together at all. I Does just, nothing for me. I'm just so scared. But there's nobody else on the show that she could possibly be with. Because you could hook him up with Sarah. I thought him and Sarah were perfect. These two have really forged a serious connection on screen. They, it's, you know, like, you really believe that they're together. Their body language, you know, the touchy-feely, the leaning in. It's very authentic. I like it a lot. They play off of each other very well. You know, like, he's the yin to her yang. She's so intense that he does the, the, like, the solid rock perfectly. I did anything and everything I thought would get me I hate NBC for the freaking commercials. It's so annoying. That's one thing about uh, GH that I can watch it on Hulu and there's no commercials. And that's what makes doing the podcast uh, with GH while it's running work out perfect. Because the episode's like, you know, 32 to 38 minutes. And so it's the perfect amount of time for a podcast. Unfortunately, when I watch Days of Our Lives, which is one of the reasons why I stopped watching it, is that I've got to watch all these damn commercials if I watch it on NBC's website. But I will suffer through for my following and my podcast. So let's see. Anna and Tony left town. And that was good. They, you know, their characters were just there to, again, facilitate the storyline to something else so we could move forward. I think Abe and Kate would make a very dynamic team with this whole mayor's office thing. This is a great idea because we need, we need to have Kate center there somewhere because Kate's character is pivotal. You know what I mean? Like, she really, really is a foundational part of the landscape. I love me some Kate. <laughs> like, this woman's wardrobe is inspiring. It's freaking amazing. Like, it's so out there, but yet so chic at the same time. All right, so here's Will and Sonny in the the Kiriakis living room. And, like, everybody's hanging out in this living room. I love it that, uh, that the... The Demira Mansion has different living rooms. 
So they have like three different living rooms they work from. Now, the Kyriakis is supposed to be just as rich, if not richer, and they have one living room. We have one living room. We never see a study. Once in a while, we see, uh, you know, a bedroom. But we just see this one living room. They did, however, redo all the sets, which is wonderful. And I have to thank Days of Our Lives for redoing all their sets because it inspired GH. And GH redid everybody's house. Beautiful, beautiful for the first time in freaking years, but beautiful. So let's hear it for all the remodeling. Oh, these two are arguing. So now we're with Xander and Victor. Wait, wait, we have to go back. Maybe in time she'll change her mind. And if she doesn't, still need to help her, even if she never forgives me. Of course he is. More than anything in this whole damn world. Mm. Aww. I'm so sweet. He really is, and you can feel it from his character. I'm not sure why everybody's standing around in the in the police station. Like, why is Eric and Nicole there? It's not their baby anymore. That's sweet. Nice. You look exhausted. And we will get her back. I mean, he's so sweet. This guy is like so hot. He's aged well. Here we go. No, I don't understand Gabby's wardrobe. What the hell is this little red flower thing? Why, why is she wearing this? I don't understand it. It looks like kind of like kind of day wear, lounge wear or something. And she's trying to convince this guy that she could be a CEO. And that, um, you know, she can run a multinational conglomerate. It just doesn't make sense. If you want to take her character into that direction, change her wardrobe, NBC. Like, for real, if you want us to believe that she can run the company better than Chad and she can even compete in that arena, stop dressing her like a freaking tart bag. Okay? Dress her like a woman who's going to get taken seriously. I mean, for real, it's a little bit sexist and kind of kind of insulting as a woman. Give her some real clothes. You don't dress Kate like that. You don't dress Hope like that. But because Gabby is under, you know, under 40, she you, you're going to put her in, like, these little hoochie-toochie dresses and uh, pajamas? Oh, come on. I mean, I digress, and I'm sorry, but really... At this point, Gabby's wardrobe is insulting to women because it's just so ridiculous. Again, with the commercials. It's just, ugh, I can't. <laughs> there we go. We'll mute it. Because, of course, I got to get a Fabletics. <laughs> 
a Fabletics commercial in there. I mean, you know, they're making uh, they're making stretch pants for the gym. It's amazing to me that gym wear has become literally a skin tight situation. That like, if you don't wear them, you you kind of get judged for not wearing stretch pants to the gym. You know, like if you're unwilling to wear a sports bra and stretch pants to the gym, then all of a sudden you're not cool anymore. You know, some chicks go to show off their new Fabletics set. Some chicks go to actually work out. I go to work out and I don't do Fabletics. So it's, you know, I guess it's a double negative for me. Although I had stopped going to the gym um, a month or two before the pandemic. So here we are with Gabby, Chad, Abigail, and Shin's son. You know, it's a little pathetic for her to be acting this way. I'm not going to go to Bear's office. You're here to decide who should run the company. Indeed. And I have to be honest, Chad. Gabby has made some very convincing arguments against you. I'll bet. <laughs> Now, picture having a baby for a year and change, thinking it's yours, having the baby get, having the baby get like, cancer, right? You got to, you scramble and try to save the baby, and then you save the baby, and it gets kidnapped. Poor baby. Poor, poor Brady. I'm glad that they repaired the relationship between these two. Brady and Eric need to be solid as a rock as brothers on this show because they are foundational characters. Um... Now more than ever, these kind of shows really need to be showing the bond of family. They need to be highlighting the strength of family. The families stick together. The families lean on each other. The families love each other no matter what. They need to really be going back to some family values because we have a situation on our hands that is unprecedented and toxic as toxic could be. So if you're going to put out a soap opera... Let's lean, let's lean positive, can we? Let's lean positive. Let's lean positive. This scene was heartbreaking. This is the replay, a memory of, Kristen is remembering when Brady told her the baby was dead. And let me tell you something, this woman nailed this scene. She nailed it. I cried for her. I cried for her the first time I watched this. She caught that pain. And she wrote it 100% in the scene. 100%. Like, if she doesn't get an award for it, then she got robbed. Because 
The scene is everything. Like, you really feel her loss. And she managed to carry that throughout the whole year. Like, you can feel her loss. You know? Oh, boy. Sarah does not want Kristen to be the one who finds her. She does have to know. What are you guys, nuts? You're right. Yes, she does have to know. And it's unfortunate that you're going to have to tell her that she killed her own grandchild along with Sonny's mom. But you need to tell her. Like, let's be real. This is craziness. You have to tell her. She's already put herself in jail. You might as well just... Clear, clear, the, clear the deck, okay? We need to clear the deck of all the, all the secrets, all the nonsense. Tell her the truth. Let her mourn the baby. Let her work past it, so we can all move on. Then she can come back and run away with Victor, and we can write these two dinosaurs right off the landscape. Now, granted, I love Victor, and in his day, great storylines. Great, great, great storylines. However, however, at this point, the man's literally like 85 years old. He can barely move. And it's, 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 not only is it mind-boggling, but it's a little bit like, come on, guys, why do you make him keep coming to the set? Why are you punishing this poor man by making him come to the set? You know? (laughs) So, I'm at this stage where I just want them to cut him a break, write him out, let him retire, and let's focus on the kids. Let's focus on the young ones. Because that's really the breath and life of the show. Is the whole Brady, Eric, Sarah, whatever, that whole... That whole um, age group, and then the younger ones, Sierra and Ben, which I love Sierra and Ben, and genius, genius writing, NBC, genius writing, Days of Our Lives, um, you slowly, slowly, it took, a, it took like a cool year, easy, slowly, slowly turning Ben's character around. Having him make small wins and then throwing him, you know, throwing him into chaos where he would have to make a decision to either be a criminal or work it out. You know, like genius, genius turning around of a a really toxic character. Like Ben's character couldn't have gotten any more toxic than it already was. And you guys slowly, slowly turned this guy's character around. Hooked him up with Ciara. Unbelievable on-screen chemistry. Unbelievable. 
right? Unbelievable on-screen chemistry they have. And now, they are really like an epic couple. They are good, and I hope uh, also with them that they throw them some, throw them some, you know, some trials and tribulations, but don't break them up because they have what it takes to win people over. I'm sure they've already won so many people over. And to draw people into their love. You know what I mean? They have that thing. Like you can see it on the screen. That thing to draw people in and make people invested in that relationship. They have it. Absolutely. Okay. So here we go. We're back with Chad, Abigail, Gabby, and Shin. him or hate him you know on the surface he's a damn nice guy he's nice he's you know got a good moral compass he used to be a priest all that but you know what i don't know there's something there's something a little like it's too nice about eric i'd like to him i'd like to see him get a little more saucy This whole... We won't say anything. We need you to tell the rest of the family. Uh, this whole storyline of, like, let's keep the let's keep Maggie in the dark is, I guess, well-intentioned because it's there to show Victor's love, the depth of his love. But... That's crap. It's crap. It's crap. Because he uses that as a camouflage to be duplicitous, manipulative, and, you know, to be a liar. So I really hate that storyline. Uh, I'm done with it. It's like... Uh-oh. 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 There's Mama Kristen. Oh, Mama Kristen. Okay, so cut to Sarah in Paris, France. Cut to Sarah in Paris, France with her kidnapped baby. This is like, come on. 
You gotta be kidding me with this one. Like she's gonna disappear to Paris, France, and just la di da with Kristen and Brady's kid. Please, I'm not buying it. Not at all. Not at all. So I'm gonna watch probably like three or four episodes, and then I'll do another catch up review because the commercials are annoying. And the storyline goes so slow that I literally need to watch like four or five episodes in order to give a functional review anyway. So, that said, this is Cass. It's been great. We'll catch you on the next Days of Our Lives review. Peace out.